0: Welcome to Pop Culture Elevator, where we can only go up until it's time to go down.
1: I'm Danny. And I'm Mark. We're going to take you down the pop culture rabbit hole. Definitely an adventure.
0: We will look at newer
1: films as well as some older. We will take big blockbusters to the chopping block. And make you aware of the smaller indies and my favorite, B, C, and D films. Not just that,
0: but we'll talk about the news, the what's going ons, and whatever in pop culture today. Now Now let's let's get get this show on on the the road. road. And if you'd like to contact us, you can find us on Gmail at popcultureelevator.com.
1: That's right. And you can also find us at our Instagram, popcultureelevator, Elevator, as well as our Twitter, PCE Podcast. And as always, we'd love to hear from you. Before we
0: get into the review, we'd like to tell you there
1: will be spoilers. You've been warned. Right, so if you want to go watch the movie and come back to us, that would be great.
0: We have a really cool episode again for you here in October, our spooky season slasher films. We have uh, Wes Craven's Nightmare
1: Films. That's right. So I'm so excited about this.
0: This is, this is a fun one. We have, we have Nightmare on Elm Street. We have uh, Nightmare dream warriors and we have west craven's new nightmare so that's one three and seven that's what we uh decided upon i'm sorry folks i just couldn't do eight films uh this last week it just wasn't gonna happen
1: yeah we're not and we're not gonna do like we did last week where we did a play-by-play of each movie we're gonna talk about our favorite parts and have a little fun with it and uh you know hopefully we can have a really cool episode where it just Every cool moment just shines.
0: Right. And, you know, with the last episode not saying that that was bad, it just, we decided at the end, it was like four films. And by the third, the half of the third one, I was like, I don't have the will to argue anymore.
1: And props (laughs) to any of you guys who really invested the time in that episode so thank you so much for just dedicating your time to us for that long even if you split it up into multiple listens we really appreciate you
0: right and it's a good episode if you haven't listened to it yet you can dedicate two and a half hours to it or cut it up into 15 minute segments or half hour segments so it's still it's still a good episode and we talk about the four screen films which we absolutely love so it's a lot of meat so let's, let's talk. We, this is Wes Craven's second, fan. Uh, let's, let's call it a franchise, second franchise yeah. that we have talked about. And I think that just, it says a lot for Wes Craven. Being yeah. That, that dude was uh, a genius when it came to writing these horror films, these slasher films. Oh my gosh, my mic dropped for a second, guys. I'm sorry if you heard that. Um, <laughs> but for these slasher films and, and horror films in general, and you've got... Uh, we went over his list last time, you got Last House on the left and you've got uh, The Hills Have Eyes and The Hills Have Eyes 2. And he, he had his hands and all that stuff. And now you've got Scream and Nightmare. And well, it's it's really cool to see what he did for Hollywood and, and horror films. Yeah. You know, he really took a genre and lifted it to where it needs to be. I'd, I'd, I'd honestly argue that uh, Scream itself is yes. one of the last
1: great slasher films ever made i agree and the whole reason is it sets the whole tone for the millennium you know right Uh, i mean he really he really gave us the rules of what was passed and like kind of a formula of what should kind of go forward where films should go from here to push the envelope
0: right and And i love
1: that people look back at his
0: movies and they use them as, yeah, their formulas or they use them as their, their homages, you you know, how many homages there are to Freddy Krueger. I mean, go look at at the uh, really fantastic episode of Rick and Morty. With the, yeah. The, the guy with Scary the. Scary
1: Terry. Scary Terry, yeah. I have that pop because I needed a Freddy Krueger and I love <laughs> Scary Terry. <laughs> so, so we got that.
0: <laughs> it's great that Scary Terry is fantastic homage to, to Freddy Krueger. Yeah. And so here we have Freddy Krueger as the character, right? We're not told, uh, other than the fact that we know uh, that Freddy himself was a child molester yeah. and that the parents burned him we're not really told in the, in the first movies where Freddie actually comes from, like right. how he comes back from being dead. He's just in your dreams and he's trying to go back and kill. Um, he's trying to take revenge on the parents and he's killing all these yeah. children, uh, you know, going after Nancy and her friends. And uh, mm-hmm. you kind of find out later in the films that Kruger uh, is, has demons Like, three demons are in him?
1: Yeah, they're basically dream demons, or uh, dream gods.
0: Right, and they live in him, and they have to get them out to kill off Freddy, which is, uh... Freddy, uh... Part three. Part dream. Uh, no, no, no.
1: It's part, uh, six. No, I... The first time we see the gods is, like... Is it three or four? I'm sorry, I'm not remembering this. But you see them serpentining around in the air the disembodied gods and then they show them later and yeah they, in six they, you have to actually you actually you uh you connect the dots that those are them yes. later on down the road and uh those are the gods that really and and i that's what you know we'll talk about this a little later but i wasn't the biggest fan of the makeup in uh the new nightmare but that's because technically it's not Freddy; it's the embodiment of the gods liking Freddy's form Right, so... And so he didn't look quite the same or as good, but I don't think...
0: He didn't do it. So uh Wes Craven directed part one and part seven. So of the three that we've watched, he directed one and he directed seven. But the reason we chose three was because Wes Craven uh, wrote the yeah. third one. And you could definitely see the quality difference from part two to part three. Yeah. Uh It's almost like they were like, let's pump out this year later second one. Yeah. Uh And just not even deal with getting heather uh heather back uh heather right. Logan camp who played nancy they were like let's not even deal with it because it's called freddie's revenge if it's a revenge right. movie it needs to be trying to get revenge on the original, the original. character who got exactly. away exactly they, they didn't they find a diary or something like that i, I was you know i kind of from memory and reading well, a little bit about
1: it Well, they he really haunts that house if you think about it in that second film, and so he possesses whoever lives in Nancy's room. Right, is essentially what kind of what goes at for, and it's cool. It's a great. There are some great kills in that film, and it's really cool to like see when uh, like Freddy will come bursting out of his body in so many different ways. Uh, he literally walks out of his abdomen. I mean, he's, it's insane, but, uh, yeah, I kind of agree with you there where it should have been Nancy the whole time. Right. Well, or maybe, uh, they, a child of Nancy somehow, but you know, obviously that can't happen in this franchise. So this is why I
0: like, this is why I liked watching one and then three. Cause three yeah. is very much a sequel to the first one. You can't have three without the first one. And, yeah. Uh, Heather comes back. So the first, let's talk about the first one. There's Heather uh, Login Camp who plays Nancy and Nancy is, uh, if you go back in, in Heather's uh, career, she just does some little stuff here and there, nothing huge mm-hmm. other than the Freddie films. But um, so Heather or Nancy is uh, living in this house and she starts having these bad dreams. Uh, and then her friends start having the bad dreams as well about this man with knives for hands, Freddie. And she kind of puts the mystery together. Like she's like, who is this man? How is he connected to us? This sort of thing. And she starts putting pieces together and finally gets her mom to tell her that they killed Freddie back in the day. And there's no way Freddie could be there. And You know, what makes me upset is towards the, so there's a lot of, you know, Johnny Depp's in this film, by the way, I want to throw that out there. You got little Johnny Depp for his first movie ever. It says featuring Johnny Depp or for his first time or whatever
1: goes on to play Crybaby and Jack Sparrow. I mean, amazing actor.
0: Yeah, well, know. Yeah, also, was... Ninth
1: Gate was awesome. Yeah, it was good. I mean, he does
0: some... He's just a good actor. Mm-hmm. And uh, Fantastic Beast, I like him in that. Oh, yeah. Um, but you got Johnny Depp in there playing Glenn, and he's uh, Heather's... I keep saying Heather because I just watched New Nightmares. It goes by Heather in that. Yeah. Uh, it's Nancy's Nancy's boyfriend, Glenn, and then you've got her friend, Tina and uh tina's yeah. tina's boyfriend uh kind of sometimes rod. boyfriend rod yeah. yeah rod's funny i like him <laughs> yeah. they don't they don't utilize him enough i agree so that freddy i think when people think of freddy krueger they think of this he's a killer but he's also funny yes. But like nightmare on elm street is not super funny like you kind of see hints
1: yeah yeah i mean i find parts of it funny but uh yeah it's it, hint, it, like you it know, like she, 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 yeah, like you know, he'll he'll pop, he pops out, like to Tina. They're in the alleyway, and he's like, "Hey, watch this!" And he chops off his fingers oh, just yeah. to check out her reaction. And I'm like, "That's kind of funny." It's like little boy playground humor. If you didn't care about whether your fingers grow back or not,
0: or like his long arms when he's yes. got the really long arms. Like, but uh, that's what I'm saying. It's like hints of humor, but not quite. It's not until two that he's like humor. Like this uh-huh. is this is humor. Um, so it's funny to go back and watch nightmare on Elm street and see like this, not as humorous. He's, he's deadly and he's dangerous and a little scary. Uh,
1: in which one are you talking about?
0: In the first one.
1: Okay, great. Yeah. So yeah, he's just completely deadly. Like, and I kind of agree with you. Like, you know, again, for later on in the kill, Tina's uh, about to be uh, thrown all over the room. Uh, you know, uh, with the, with an invisible Freddy rod watching in the corner. And uh, she tries to grab his face, but she accidentally basically rips his face off and he's laughing maniacally like, ha 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 ha. And uh, she's just getting more and more scared. And so are you as a new audience member if you've never seen the movie. But uh, you know, if you're kind of like into morbid humor or inappropriate humor, or just if somebody laughs at something at an inappropriate time, it makes you laugh too. That's kind of how I caught it, too. I'm like, well, he's, he's laughing, and he's trying to just scare the heck out of her. And I, I'm a little bit of a prankster myself. So, uh, anyways, I kind, of, I kind of read into it early, but it was scary. It's also it's still ripping someone's face off, well, and, and the, they're coming after you still. Right. It was very scary and uh, carnal. I the, did the, grip, the practical effect is very gross, and I love that, which is why I didn't like the later version in uh, New Nightmare. Because I well, love that he actually looked like a burn victim.
0: The yeah, well then there's the difference though, and we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um, the Rod watching Tina being strewn about, about the room, Ugh. up the wall, floating in the air, being ripped yes. apart, blood everywhere, and then just you know, like I think that if I am that I was in that situation too, I might run out the window as well. You know. There's yeah. Of course. Nice. Being a logical person, there is no way to explain what just happened.
1: Dude, imagine if you call the police, right, and you invite them to a murder scene, and you're covered in blood, and nobody else was around, and you're literally talking about the, an invisible man, and I'm sorry, like, they're going to lock you up. You have no option. <laughs> well, I also like the fact you that- You have to run. That
0: Freddy was smart enough to make Rod look like he hung himself- Yes. Instead of doing like a crazy kill to him, he just like makes it look like he hung himself with his with his uh, bed, bed sheets. sheets. Yeah, and that was smart too. And of course, he's trying to make Nancy look crazy to her father at this yeah. point. And Nancy hasn't slept, and you know she goes home to her mom after having that conversation about Freddie. Like uh-huh. she she brought the hat out of the dream, yep. and the mom is still like, "No, nah, if this, I'm going to drink this away."
1: Yeah, exactly. That's, I think that's the recipe. If you notice a lot of the parents in these movies are late <laughs> night drinkers, like drinking. They yeah. you got the bottle out, they got a couple glasses out, nobody's using the other glass and it's just like, oh man, but that's what they're doing. They're they're trying to forget so Freddie stays suppressed.
0: And what was that? 1984, right? That was yes. when Nightmare on Elm Street came out. Now, I mean, I was just
1: born and yep. I was and- negative 2.
0: <laughs> <And> my- <laughs> I know, I know I watched this movie because my mom was a huge horror fan. Like I know that's how I saw it when I was a kid, you know what I mean? Uh, Freddy never scared me like some of the other ones did. Uh when I was a kid, I guess, because of the comedy of it, I guess. Yes. The comedy yeah. kept me but it kept kept me coming back, right? Like coming back exactly. to the movie. So the what was your favorite kill of this movie, of the first one? Ooh, ooh,
1: ooh, ooh. Um uh... Because really, not think, not rods. It's clever, but that's not my favorite. I think
0: it's only like four kills. In it's the movie. Johnny Depp's.
1: It's Johnny Depp's. Johnny Depp, Depp's dude. your
0: favorite kill.
1: Yes, because uh, I mean he's he's there, and on top of that, he will not stop falling asleep. Hey, please stay up and, and watch me, and you know like or don't go to sleep because you'll die. What does the dude do? He passes out every single time. Oh, every single time, passes he's asleep. It, it, yeah,
0: but his kill is just like it's pulled into the bed.
1: Well, yeah, he's pulled into the bed, and, and I love blood. that it's all inverted scenes, and uh cool thing I learned uh, was they used the same set uh, for Johnny Depp's death scene as Tina's in order to get the all yeah so the all the the reason why and i'm like they turned the room upside down uh Uh, and my wife went looking and she was like they actually use the same set to invert it uh so uh but they just decorated it differently and but uh it's so cool so the physics of that whole room is because the room is upside down i love it just like Christopher uh,
0: nolan did it with uh with inception.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: around the walls. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, everyone was all impressed and it's like, I've uh, been done before. Did it uh, before." Thanks New Line Cinema, appreciate <laughs> you. And New New Line Cinema should be thanking uh Freddy Krueger uh and uh the Nightmare series and Wes Craven uh, and Robert England yeah. for for really setting them up for success, really. Well, how good
0: is Robert England as Freddy Krueger? I mean, this is his character. Oh,
1: the best. No, like, I mean, the- you we tried to get another actor and I, I thought was it Rorschach, Rorschach that, uh, yeah.
0: was fine. as Freddie He's fine? He was fine. He's, he's fine. Um, but it's, and it's not
1: a, scary, and it's, it's not a fine funny.
0: Movie. It's yeah. Just, it's it's lukewarm. I guess. Like, if someone puts it on, I'm gonna be like, "All right, I'll watch." But it's yeah. Not, it's, it's not Robert England. I mean, Robert like, England retiring this character is like the saddest thing ever.
1: I know, and it, it's like the uh, watching the remake of Evil Dead. And it's oh. like, I'm sorry, this is the same thing. It's just, yeah, I'll watch it, but it's not what it, it's not what I came to see. And right. It's not what I wanted this to grow into. Quick, quick little tangent. Yeah. Just
0: found out today that there is an evil dead escape room in
1: Seattle. Oh, oh that's worth a flight. It's worth the flight, right it's there. Worth risking the pandemic. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we could take a road trip. Yeah, that's true. We'll run a little Winnebago and. Hello, uh, passengers. On. We're
0: on a road trip to Seattle.
1: That would be awesome. <laughs> road trip episode. I'm not gonna lie. I would do that. Maybe season three. We'll see. Yeah. uh
0: So okay. So yeah, I agree with you. I think his his kill is probably one of the better ones. But what, what was your discussion. favorite? I'd say Tina, just because Tina's—it's oh, just yeah. cool to see it go around. But I, I do like uh, Johnny Depp's Glenn's as well because the blood is flying out, and that mom walking in is just like, uh...
1: yeah. Yeah. Well, all of the ladies in these movies are just a um, scream queens, like just like yeah. full on. They found, they did a really good job finding well, screamers. Watching Nancy and then also in Scream as well.
0: I was like watching Nancy and then going back and watching uh, Nev Campbell. Yeah. Like Wes Craven writes the best Scream Queens he really does I'm, I'm super excited to go and watch Halloween now because it's been forever since I saw the original and then I'm going to be watching the, the 2018 one for the first time ever what? You never saw it. Yeah, I never saw the 2018 one so this will be my first time watching that and so I'm really excited to watch those back to back because I know that uh, also um, help me out with her name uh, Halloween No, no not going to do it I can't, I can't think nope. of it right now. I can't, I can't think of it name. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis.
1: Thank you, gosh. Jimmy, I was like, no.
0: Jamie Lee Curtis is awesome as well. So it's kind of, you know, these Scream Queens from the 80s are just so good. But anyway, we're going to, we're going to digress. We're going to move on.
1: Yeah. Um, so your favorite kill was Tina's.
0: Tina's, I think. And then, you know, like some of the other random kills are fine, but like those kills are the iconic ones in my head. I think of yeah. Tina and I think of Johnny Depp. So then you've got her father finally believing her because he sees the mom <sighs> get sucked into the bed, right? Yeah, uh, and then he's just like, oh, "Okay, well, whatever." Yeah,
1: bye-bye. So I'm, uh, yeah, exactly. I was gonna say, I'm not gonna lie, the mom's death, multiple deaths, are pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Well, and she not she didn't deserve to die, but. It's Freddy's revenge to get her. I guess
1: it's. And weird. she knows okay. what's going on. She could have helped more.
0: Right. It's weird because the ending of the movie, of course, has uh, Tina drive away in the car, but it's locked up, and it looks like Freddy's sweater is the is wow. the uh, top of the car, and the, the, all the things locked. And as they drive away, you see Freddy come and grab the mom through the window. Iconic that was scene. Really cool. Yeah. Uh, they did it in the remake as well. Um, you know all these things, and it just. Like this is what bothers me, and you and I talked about this. The sequel should have been what happens in between uh, Nightmare One and Nightmare Three. Exactly. Heather. Yeah. Tell us because
1: because kind of, you, know, you were talking about how you it's either she's dead or she's stuck in the dream still. Exactly. Right? And, and was, so she's not dead. We obviously know. So we have to talk about the end of this nightmare, right? Right, we well, have so, to talk about one in three. What happened? So they okay.
0: So they kind of talk about it in three. So Dream yep. Warriors is the third one. Uh-huh. Dream Warriors is about a bunch of kids who are in a psychiatric hospital because they're having Freddy dreams, and their parents don't understand them. And there's Patricia Arquette who plays Kristen, and she's the like I guess the biggest star in the movie the, other than Heather the, and, and, and the quintessential
1: scream queen uh, essentially.
0: In Lawrence Fishburne, you got in this film going by Larry Fishburne. <laughs>
1: Which yeah, like, exactly.
0: Yeah, Larry Fishburne, I was like, oh, is this a dude related to Lawrence Fishburne, maybe his father? And then it's Lawrence Fishburne. It's, like, it's him. I love Lawrence Fishburne in this movie. It's not Max. like
1: in Sleepaway Camp where it's uh, his dad, Yeah, uh, James Earl Jones' dad.
0: Yeah. So I, I liked Lawrence in this movie. I liked uh, uh, I liked his Max. Max was a great character.
1: He was. Um, and he was like unfortunately, the... he helped lead to a couple kills because he couldn't keep them out. Yeah, you know, he right. wouldn't keep them out. Right, he was just too nice. Yeah. Too
0: much of a nice guy. But um, you got, you got uh, Patricia Arquette, who's a big name star from movies like Stigmata and um, True Romance and Boyhood. And there's a ton of others. I just brought up some of the big ones I remember. I remember Stigmata just going to the theater. I think I was with you and maybe Natalie was there and some other people and seeing Stigmata and just being like, holy crap, that's, uh, is that a thing?
1: Oh, I know I, yes, Stigmata was an amazing movie i I loved it. I used to watch it all the time back in the day. It kind of fell off my radar for a bit, but then this one of the streaming services I think it's uh stars uh-huh. they or encore they put it on, and I was so happy because you know, Stigmata awesome, yeah. was amazing it's yeah. yeah it's pretty cool so uh
0: these those are the big stars of this, and of course they bring back uh John Saxon, who plays the father of Nancy, Lieutenant Thompson. He's brought back into this. Love that. And then, of course, Robert England's back as Freddie, who's fantastic. It's his movie. Um, and this one is all of them in the psychiatric hospital. Heather comes back as now a doctor. And she's going to work at the hospital f- uh, to help them with their dreams. And she convinces the head or one of the head doctors
1: to put all of um. the. What? I don't think she's actually a psychiatrist. I think she's just a counselor, like a psychologist, because she can't prescribe the HypnoCell oh, herself. Oh, that's right. She, she, just you're right.
0: You're right. Okay, so she yeah. tries to get HypnoCell to be prescribed to the kids, which is a dream suppressant. So she's been on HypnoCell for, I, I guess I assume, the whole since everything happened.
1: Yeah, but she's she doesn't kind of ever dream. already had it this whole time, right, before they ever... Yeah. Introduce it to the kids.
0: But she knows what's happening. She, of course, is now our, like, guide to killing Freddy. And we find out that Kristen, Patricia Arquette's character, can bring people into the dream with her. So that's right. the big thing this time around. And so now they're going to form this group of kids who can go into the dream and take Freddy. And they all go to the dream for the first time. It's a really cool sequence that they're all, like, being people they've always wanted to be in their dreams, you know, like the girl's a punk, like a punk with two knives, and uh, the kid who's in a wheelchair can walk, and he is a wizard.
1: Yes. Um, the wizard master.
0: Yeah, and then you've got the, the guy who is strong and can, like, bend things. Uh, and they all have, like, these powers. Oh, and, and Kristen can do, like, gymnastics. Right. Like, crazy gymnastics, which helps later fighting against Freddy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the boy who doesn't talk, he gets he gets kidnapped by Freddy to try to entice everyone to come back into the dreams. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm. Got a popcorn kernel in my throat. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So the you know this one okay. So this one used to be my favorite. I think just because it was like the killer soundtrack and uh it was a bunch of bunch of people fighting
1: back. I love that too. It's it's the kind of hair metal uh into the fire. Yeah, I love the soundtrack. It's a great soundtrack. So and it's
0: very much geared towards young people. It's like they were like West Craven was like let's gear this towards the younger generation um try to get people into this. And it, it works, I think, but like it's kind of the weakest plot um as far as like this uh dream warriors no weakest plot weakest plots wrong weakest God, what's the word i'm looking at? and i'm saying of these three because i think the i think the order would be something like nightmare new nightmare dream warriors and then the others would come up behind that this is just my I, personal thing okay yeah
1: i would just reverse the last two on that but yeah so yeah.
0: so these are definitely mean, west craven definitely made them the best out of the whole bunch of movies
1: so when I compared, uh, I was discussing about what my ranking was, I felt like so, uh, New Nightmare was a better like quality movie, like the costumes and the uh, production value and whatnot. That was great, but I felt like the plot was lacking compared to Dream Warriors, but Dream Warriors didn't have the production value that New Nightmare had. Yeah, and so that's that's where, and I'm just like, okay, that's why that's why it's kind of in chronological order for these three, uh, for me, and then yeah, the rest follow.
0: So this one they fight back, right? And so the kills in this one are kind of cool. Uh, I like the whole sleepwalking thing with the kid yes. who falls off the roof, and they're all screaming at him.
1: Yes, and how Freddy kind of like just assumes the form of one of his puppets first. Yes, oh uh, that to was puppeteer him all the way up to the was top insane. of the insane, pulling out
0: like I guess tendons or something, and
1: yeah, using exactly. them
0: as as puppet. Oh, that was just oh
1: god, cringy.
0: Yeah. Um, oh. and then you know, like writing writing on the kid's chest to say like, "Come and get me." Come and get. Um, yeah, yeah. And Let just, him go. Come and get him. Come and get him. And the, you know, going into the dream and having the cool fight sequences were really fun. I like the whole thing with the nurse, not the nurse, the nun who kept appearing to
1: the doctor. Freddie's mother. And you find out it's Freddie's mother in the Amanda end. Amanda Krueger. Yeah, that was cool. Oh uh, man, I love that whole uh origins and the son of a hundred maniacs story. Yes. Oh. I mean, it's the most messed up story and, you know, obviously you wish there would never have She was, on anybody. She was trapped,
0: but... she was trapped inside uh, one part of the hospital with a bunch of maniacs. Yes. And they basically raped her and hurt her for a long time
1: for I think at least days but I think she was in there for weeks, weeks. and it was like a, a holiday so they're like locking up for the holiday and she just kind of like lingers behind a little too long and everyone's like okay bye and they just locked the door and she's trying to be like hey stop but everyone's basically keeping her silent and she gets locked in there and just used as a an object Right, And then she's like, oh my gosh. And, and she bears story. Freddy Krueger. So, I
0: like that origin story. It's kind of messed up, but it's fun. But, uh, it, it,
1: but it gives you those carnal, uh, you know, like uh, those traumas that yeah. might lead to a supernatural, like an angry spirit. Yeah. Or a truly evil spirit.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, but that whole sub- subplot was cool. I like the whole thing where the doctor had to go find Freddy's bones Yes, and, in the junkyard. and pour the holy water on them and stuff. Yes. So the whole junkyard scene was cool where they bring back John Saxon as the Lieutenant as, uh, or now he's just a security guard and they bring him back. <laughs> yeah. He's an alcoholic. He tries to get out. Uh, Freddy, Freddy's bones coming back to life and killing him. Love that. was fantastic.
1: That yeah, thing and the, was, they, awesome. he goes buried or tries to grab the bag and the hand, as yeah. the hand comes and grabs his wrist Love that. That whole plot, that whole part was cool. And then he, of course, goes
0: away after he kills John Saxon's character. Uh Um, and then, of course, you know, the doctor wakes up and buries him and all that stuff. And he, but uh, the whole thing in the dream world was cool. They're fighting him, they're doing like flips and stuff, and um the whole mirror scene was really cool where they each get pulled into the mirrors. Yes. And then the boy who can't speak, he has a voice in the dream world and he's able to like- super voice. Shatter all the stuff and have them come back. That was cool. It was really, it's a really fun movie. Like it's a super fun film. that's done really good.
1: And then um, the, the uh, boy, when he's pulled into uh, Freddy's realm, I was not say hell, but um, he's, he like has that whole enticing. He gets enticed by the nurse uh, oh yeah! Has a crush on, and you just think like, "Oh man, like, way to go, boy!" And it just reverses the script so terribly and oh. gruesome. <laughs> oh my gosh! All like, of a how, sudden, how scared
0: she spits the t- she's butt naked, and then she spits her tongue out, and it like wraps his hands and feet.
1: Yes, to I the mean, bed. oh, that's probably the craziest thing that's used across the. Nightmare series is Freddy's tongue. It yeah, Freddy's tongue, yeah. It goes everywhere. It's just like... <laughs> but uh, it's funny, they kind of put it to death uh, like later um, in the series when... Uh, actually, yeah, it's a new nightmare where yeah. the voice dad's the yep. tongue, yeah. Yep,
0: So they, they defeat Freddy uh, by the bones thing and he disappears. But bef- before that happens, like when you think he's defeated john the lieutenant nancy's father comes into the dream world and he's all like an angel and he's like i've passed honey i love you i will always love you
1: yes and then I love that
0: that was so good i was like oh that's so sweet that's amazing and then all of a sudden he's freddie and he kills nancy and you're like oh 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 they they trickery nancy like nancy's yes, dead she done um that was a really good scene. I really enjoyed that. It's it's cool how kind of Freddy always comes back. I like that. They can always make him a character to come back. And of course, they defin- yes. they de- definitely killed him in uh, the sixth movie. But, and that'll, we'll tell you why in the seventh
1: But the we can still use another one that is the story between part one and part three, like of um, Nancy's line, a story line. Yeah. I would love to see that.
0: Like going back in time and seeing what happened.
1: Yeah, like a prequel almost. Yeah. There was a, uh, for a long time,
0: Robert England had a story that he wanted to tell um, that was a prequel to the, sh- the movies. And it was going to be like Freddie actually doing the stuff he does and then going to trial for it and winning the trial. Like, oh, that'd be England. great.
1: Especially yeah. in this day and age where
0: everyone's concerned about the trial. I think that would be a fantastic movie. He wanted to do it for years. He still wants to do it because he still could. They could de-age him. Uh
1: Uh, Oh, man. I mean, every celebrity is doing that now, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, They could de-age him and uh, have him play himself and just be this total crazy person. I mean, even if they didn't use Robert England, if they just use Robert England as a different character and they Uh had someone else playing the young Freddy, I would love to see what that's like. Uh, Mm -hmm. I like that we got a hint of that in the remake, but I also hated the remake because of the fact that... uh, I didn't hate it, but I just hated the fact that they almost made Freddie look like he was a sympathetic character and didn't deserve it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you find out later he's not, but they made it very clear that maybe he isn't the killer. Or right. The rapist. Anyway.
1: Um, so that's why was, I like uh, New Nightmare. They really spell it all out. The so
0: New Nightmare is interesting because now it's, it's all having to do with. The possible production of a new Freddy movie. And this takes place in the whole real life thing. This is where we get Wes Craven going even more meta uh, <laughs> than he has in other movies because this yes. is like meta Wes Craven before Scream. This yeah, right. What, this is what brought, if you watch this movie and then you watch Scream, you see how that goes Paralels. together. It's a yeah. very, yeah. And so New Nightmare. You've got this brand new uh, Heather. Now it's Heather. So Heather in uh, Camp. Her husband is a set, uh, is a designer of effects, and he's creating the new Freddy hand.
1: Right. He,
0: is, he hasn't told Heather this is happening yet, because he wants to tell her after she gets offered to come back and do another Nightmare on Elm Street. Which bothered me the whole time, only because why don't they ever tell us how they're bringing Heather back in the beginning? I was like. Why didn't she ask, how are they bringing me back? Right. I was like, that's my first question. I died in the third film. How are they bringing me back? She never asked that.
1: Maybe they're just making fun of uh, inconsistent horror movies other lesser films.
0: Well, and then they come (laughs) back later in the film and you find out that Wes is having dreams and all the dreams are coinciding with what's actually happening and he's writing it down. And we find out that Freddy is not actually Freddy. He is a god... Or a demon of mischief, and uh, they were able to keep him at bay when they wrote the Freddy movies. But then, when the Freddy movies stopped and they killed Freddy, the demon was able to come out, and now he wants out. And since yes. he's got a taste of it all, he wants out into the real world.
1: In this, a uh, uh, new nightmare, right? Yeah. And I so the way that- the way I interpreted it was the the movie the story that we heard uh one through five those were all uh made to keep him imprisoned yes so it was the story that was his prison but as people stopped as uh as they stopped production of the movies uh which is why they started creating another movie uh but as once they stopped freddie was released because the story was no longer alive right and uh but yep. he was but those Gods loved his form because they that story represented them. Uh, it was the most similar story to what that uh, those dream gods actually are, and so they're like, "All right, cool." And then, yeah, it wants to come out into the real world. It wants to transfer uh, and do that for real in the re- in our plane.
0: Well, and I almost I almost think that the the three the three demon gods or whatever they are the three sleep demons. I don't think that they're the. I think there is a similarity, but I don't think it's the same thing. Uh, only because later in the movie you do see its true form for about a second or two uh, when when they kill Freddie, You see the true form of the demon.
1: Uh, what, I'm sorry, I'm going blink here. What was it? Please describe it. So Freddy is being burned
0: and everything's melting off of him and then you see the horns come out.
1: Like oh yes, the, the dude. So so I love that. So my, actually, so I hate to say it, but my favorite Freddy film is actually Freddy vs. Jason. <laughs> uh, like, it's the one I enjoy the most and I can watch it all the time, but like officially it's number one. Anyways, but they do a great homage to that. So he gets uh, a, like, uh, Freddy, I think is trying to kill Jason, but the uh, main character distracts him uh, or actually wakes up Jason and she he's pissed so he looks up and he's in that devil form and it's very close to this so it's like the second the first time we ever see this devil form of Freddy.
0: Right. Well, it's funny because in in theory this isn't even in the canon of the Freddy movies. It's like an offshoot of the Freddy movies kind of like almost like a side story. Uh-huh. Um but anyway, this movie it's you know, it, the, this demon is going around as Freddy uh, and he's possessing Heather's little boy, Dylan, who hmm. is played by Miko Hughes. <laughs> when I saw him immediately, I was like, <laughs> Do you know what the difference between girls and boys is?
1: Yes. <laughs> boys kid- have penis, girls have vagina.
0: Yeah, man. Kindergarten, Kindergarten cop. cop. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. And then uh, I looked it up and I or he was in Pet Cemetery. He was yes. in Full House. I remember him in Full House. Spawn. Spawn, which I didn't remember him in. But now that you were like, it's the kid. And I'm like, oh, it's the kid in the alley. The yeah. The alley. yeah. <laughs> so uh, this kid did great in the movie. Real creepy. I kept thinking, yes. this is the reason that I didn't want to have kids. Because <laughs> yeah. when they're five years old, they're going to say stuff like that. And I'm going to be like,
1: do we got ghosts? Like we got uh, ghosts, we got uh, demons yeah, in this house. We got to. I watched horror movies. I'm supposed to take you to a mental institution. Right, right, <laughs> so, I'm <right>. sorry. <laughs> no,
0: that whole plot, um, with the with with the the nurse made me so mad when he goes to the hospital because he's not yes. sleeping and he's not he's has sleep deprivation because he's not sleeping anymore. And but oh man, how
1: yeah, and they trick him. There's no consent. They're just like. <laughs> They, oh they like god. literally are like acting like they're loading a needle up somewhere else, and the nurse behind it pokes him with a needle, and it's like, oh my god, that part
0: made me so upset a as a, as a father. What,
1: yeah, what would ha- what would you do if your kid they just like?
0: I'm so glad that the babysitter punched her in the face.
1: Yeah, exactly. Totally like that deserved. for me was
0: like that babysitter's awesome. But okay, anyway, let's go back a little bit. Yeah, get so, tip her extra nap. that. Husband gets killed
1: <laughs> like right off the bat. Like yep, right, right, right off, off the, the bat. bat, there's that
0: dream sequence that's amazing. And then the husband gets killed, Yes. just like the glove coming out of the water in the first movie.
1: Yes. The
0: glove coming up. I love that it it does a little scratch on his crotch.
1: Yeah. (laughs) A little little scratch on his crotch. He's kind of like, what's Hello? Hello? darn these (laughs) Wranglers. (laughs) Uh, And then, of course, this is where Heather
0: starts, you know, she goes to see the body. I I feel like uh, I'd be a little more distraught than Heather was that her husband just died. But... um, did you
1: notice who the mortician was? Who was he? It was the cameraman from Scream, the original. Oh, My name yeah. isn't Jesus. That's him. Yes. That's, that's why we don't lift the sheet all the way back, man. That's yeah. the cameraman.
0: Okay, that makes sense, yeah. Um, going, like, looking through some of the stuff, though, I was like, oh, he's used a bunch of these people before in movie. Yeah. I guess this isn't, like, the first time.
1: Um, I love directors like that that recycle their actors. I that's the best.
0: I love Wes Craven was an actor in it and he did yep. a very good job. I love John Saxon coming back and being like almost like a fatherly figure too.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And then um uh in Robert England playing himself so douchey looking. I love it.
1: But but a sweetheart. Yeah but a, you really know a very nice. sweet douche. Yeah. yeah. I mean it's a Hollywood no that, offense to anyone in Hollywood but but, you know, like back in the 90s. Yeah,
0: yeah. Tell you what, if I was single again back in the day, not now, because I'm a scaredy cat now, sometimes.
1: You date up uh, in the, England? No, that, no <laughs> back in the
0: day, I would have loved to have had Robert England's painting
1: of Freddie. Oh, I know. Yeah, his painting of Freddie in The Dream. And uh, I love. Yeah. I love that Freddie and in that painting he's always like the souls and he pulls up his shirt yeah. and sees little bodies trying to crawl yep. their way out of him. Oh man, I love that. Oh god. Disgusting.
0: Um so this, you know, this one they're all having the same dreams, although Freddie's not trying to kill Robert England. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought for a second that Robert was gonna be dead. He's like, like the no! prime target.
1: Yeah, <laughs> they like him too much. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he needs to come back in the sequel.
1: Yeah, well, they could have gone the other way, though. Like, if the story's keeping him a prisoner, and he's the main character slash actor, yeah, I was like, oh, screw you, you come, yeah. you will lock me up. But they also gave him the form that they really like.
0: He wasn't in it enough as Robert England. I wanted more, um, yeah. But what I got was great. So the boys, it, there's these earthquakes happening, and you kind of find out that the earthquakes aren't only just happening. It's like they're just happening in her house at some point. Right, it's not always there was big earthquakes that everyone felt, but then later there's these little earthquakes that are happening only in the house. She She didn't notice until tremors.
1: No, I'm just kidding. These are uh supernatural in or bad earthquakes. Oh, I know. Uh, so what did they say? There was like a 5.5, I think. And I but now we're hearing about sevens and eights, right? (laughs) So it's like, oh man, like yeah, that was bad, but that's nothing. Compared to now, <laughs> so this I feel one, like we're always hearing about that.
0: Yeah, this one played more heavily on not all the kills. Like there were only a few kills in this movie. That like huh. there were the fake kills in the beginning that were cool. That was those were cool yes. kills. But my yeah. favorite kill was Julie, the babysitter. Uh, how she went oh. up the wall and then she's floating in midair and the nurses are seeing this happen. So, yes. And yes. that was the, and she's just like, help me. She's like, I, grab it
1: out to Dylan, like, help me. I have we, to say, I I totally agree with you. And it's homage to the, to the original killing of Tina. Tina. And exactly. in some ways to the Johnny Depp killing, because it was the same set. But, um, uh, and they have to invert it to get them on the ceiling like that. But also, like, I thought they were going to be like, we saw the little boy do it, or we saw another yeah, person yeah. do it. And it's like, How do you... Even for Rod, yeah. How do you get them on the ceiling like that? Like, for anyone. To drag them across like they were drugged across. Right, right. Yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. So, but anyways... The only thing
0: about this movie that I didn't like was the whole scene on the highway. Like, the... (laughs) <laughs> i
1: thought it was up. hilarious it was funny I, I, yeah it was really funny but i agree it was kind of yeah bad.
0: so they go to the house why didn't you like it though oh just because it was cheesy to me i don't know he, the yeah, way he yeah. was being up and down <laughs> up and down it was,
1: yeah, he's was taunting him.
0: yeah um they get back to the house and then that whole thing where it transitions he's like yes. now he's at full power and he's transitioning the house into the original house. Yes. And she's back in her Nancy robe from the, or her nightgown. And uh-huh. John Saxon's playing like he's the father. Uh-huh. And just really cool. But I love when she goes, she finds the pills that he was supposed to be taking to make uh-huh. him go to sleep as the breadcrumbs, the Hansel and yes. Gretel thing. And then I like, because he liked that story a lot. I liked how that's how they ended up killing Freddy. But they go down to hell. I'm, I'm going to call it hell. Because yes. in there's if you look in the background... There's these carved out places, and they say lust, uh, greed. um, It's all the it's all the seven. (laughs) It's all the seven sins written in the thing. So I'm I'm thinking maybe he's like a devil character. They're in hell now.
1: I've always wondered: is he uh, possessed by like an actual devil, or like you know, since it's a historical figure, he's been interpreted as the devil because he presents himself, you know.
0: So they they fight him, and as you said before. Uh, Freddie would
1: make a great calypso. <laughs> you know, like he puts you into a dream, thinks that it, it's going well, and then he just takes you. Yeah. That, that, that's actually well within his power. So Anyways.
0: He could have killed any of the people real fast. He liked toying with them. But yes. um, they're in hell, and they do their fight, and it's a really fun fight. The kid goes into that fire pit and is able to make his way out. Love that it's a boa constrictor, that it's his, that's the snake that he's trying to get past. I'm like, that thing's not going to bite you.
1: Yeah, exactly. The it's thing's harmless. <laughs> <laughs> a harmless. snake a bullet. He doesn't keep his pets. But it's still a huge yeah, snake, and snake. if you don't know your little five-year-old yeah. kid, you're like, oh.
0: So he gets past the snake, and they, they're able to push Freddy into the fire. And uh, there's, I don't know why Freddy just didn't use the freaking thing in the first place to make the fire go when the kid's inside there.
1: Oh, I know. Yeah, he was going to cook them, right? Just yeah. like the little fairy tale
0: but they throw freddy in there he uses his tongue to wrap around nancy's neck and all her and all he's like wrapped around everything oh, the man. whole body it's just like very very hentai mummy. there <laughs> um and, and he's he's like ah oh, ah oh, ah oh. Um,
1: Sorry for anybody who... I just peeked out your speakers with my real laugh. Sorry. And the kid (laughs) stabs
0: him with a knife in the tongue, and then he's got a forked tongue as he's screaming and being burned alive, and then turns into the demon. And (laughs) and then it's all over, and Freddy's dead, and there's no, like, anything else. Like, it's like that's the definitive ending for this character. Um, Yeah. And uh, I liked it. I liked it uh, a lot. It was really actually quite creepy... Um, I love the whole phone calls thing, which actually made me yes. think of Scream. Uh, the little kid yes. creeped me out the most when he's like, never sleep alone. Never. Again. Or never sleep again. Yeah, never sleep again.
1: Yeah. And that
0: whole thing was crazy when he had the knives taped to his fingers. Yes. Um, but yeah, Mark, I think you and I are going to just say like yours is definitely going to be a uh, nightmare dream warriors and, um, Chronological of War and New Nightmare. Mine's going to be just switched on the back end with Nightmare and then New Nightmare and then Three. Although I think Three and New Nightmare could probably go hand in hand and tied there.
1: Exactly. Uh, I, did, I, I would say they're tied.
0: <laughs> and I have a friend who said, you know, number one has to be the best because without number one, you can't have three You can't seven.
1: have anything else, which is why you got to throw meat into the grinder, you know, so we can have a little debate. Make a prequel. Yeah. Give Robert England what he wants or really give me like what it. I want. I right? Really like, like and then it's like, well, which one's better, you know? Or so give me, give me like a cool TV
0: series. They, they used to have a Nightmare on Elm Street TV series. It was an anthology of stuff. Oh, I need to watch need that, that again. Yeah, they yeah. got a one or two seasons, but it's not always Freddy. It's just like horror stuff i like so the, into it freddie's like the crypt keeper you know he tells the story
1: Ooh, i love tales from the crypt uh, thank yeah. you hbo
0: so i would love to see like freddie krueger's show where it's like different dreams or different like things you know maybe there's an overarching plot but it could just be an anthology of just freddie doing crazy crap yeah you know, definitely put I'd the prequel with... in there yeah so it's uh, better call saul but with freddie
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> i love better call saul that's so awesome
0: but no, it's great. Uh, I I recommend everyone go at least watch the West Craven West Craven nightmares.
1: Absolutely. I honestly, uh, Halloween is not the same without the nightmares series, especially one, three, and seven, like we talked about. Yep. I have to say the cherry on top is Freddy versus Jason because you get a twofer. It's a twofer. It's hilarious and it's good. Uh, and on top of that, we get to see a, a little Jay and Silent Bob moment. For a moment, for just a second, it's a little homage. Uh, it's really just Jay, uh, Jay look alike, but it's hilarious. And uh, yeah, I have to say that probably those are the four that I would have to watch. Um, I, I would also maybe even say uh, Dr- Dream Child was really pivotal. It's so important to this series, to the story. Uh, but I really like even part two. Freddy's Revenge. It's just not the best at all. all the movies, uh, it, it, I would kind I would argue of. That it all kind of can be. Place. Yeah, totally, totally. But it's so hard to rank them, and it's so hard to talk about all of them. So we tried today. We hope you really enjoyed our uh, little discussion, and um, we hope to. If you want more, let us know, and we'll cover the other ones. All right,
0: let's uh, cover our sponsor. All right, welcome back, passengers. We're into our birthday and news portion of our, uh, of our lovely little podcast here. That's right. So we're going to go uh, pretty well quickly through the October birthdays, like we did last episode, which we liked, going having a quicker version of these, but um, we will still talk about it. Zach Efron,
1: John Culliver, not
0: <laughs> October 18th, Zach Efron. Um, one of those actors who I definitely thought was not going to be great and then turned out really yes. great.
1: Yeah, uh, I, mean, spir- I don't know. I mean, really well, he's great, pretty darn good. Neighbors yeah, he's funny. and neighbors too are yes. just
0: hysterical to he's me. He's a good
1: sport, I would say. Yeah. Even in Baywatch, I mean, he plays a certain type of guy, which makes you not like it. But that's good acting. You right. know, If you make him not like, if they if, make you not like, i put
0: him in that amazing. place of like Zac Efron, Channing Tatum, like those actors who you are funny, but you didn't think they would be.
1: You didn't, or you didn't want them to be. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Jean Claude <laughs> Van Damme. You it, bro. Jean Claude Van Damme up next. Who, of course, throughout the eighties and nineties was an action star, and yes. then like in the two thousands, kind of went Blood meta. Bloodsport,
1: man. Oh, you know,
0: Bloodsport, yeah. And the two thousands, he went meta and did that movie JCVD, which was absolutely oh, yeah. fantastic. And then he had that TV show JCVD, which was kind of based on that soul thing. And, and then it was the Street Fighter
1: movie. Oh, the
0: Street Fighter movie, yeah. Yeah. Um October 19th, John Favreau, the director of um, Iron Man and Iron Man 2, and also The Jungle Book and The Lion King and Let's Not...
1: Swingers. Yes, Swingers. Yeah, I can't forget that. Like, honestly, thank you so much for everything you do. We really appreciate you here on Pop Culture Elevator and uh, even Chef Show.
0: Yeah, Chef Show is fantastic.
1: Love it. I I could uh... watch this guy forever. (laughs) <laughs> season,
0: season two you're gonna see more guests and one of them is going to be a chef and we're gonna watch the movie chef nice so, yeah oh i'm
1: excited for that
0: yeah i'm excited too it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a fun one uh look out for season two starting mid-november um <laughs> so then we have jason reitman the director thank you for not smoking Um, The new Ghostbusters Afterlife film coming out, his father directed both Ghostbusters 1 and 2, Evolution, all those movies. Um, Great director. Uh, who we got next here, October 19th? Chris Catan. I couldn't uh, leave out Chris Catan. No way. So, when you think of Chris Catan, you think of what the, the Roxbury brothers, I think right? of
1: Roxbury, and uh, you got some, some yeah. cookies. You got some cookies. <laughs> Jonathan used to quote that exactly all the time. That was going to be my next person on the list, Jonathan. Yeah. You and me <laughs> just constantly joking about that movie.
0: Yeah, what was it? Uh, Corky Romano,
1: Corky Romano, that's Corky right.
0: Romano. Yeah, I like Chris Catan. Um oh and uh oh, God, what was that movie he did with Brendan Fraser? Monkey Bone.
1: Yes, I love yes. Monkey Bone. He's the dead guy at the yes. end that he takes over. Yes. It's hilarious. So good.
0: Um Trey Parker, uh yes. the the half duo, Trey Parker and Matt Stone who created South Park, baseball. Yep. Uh, I
1: was just orgasmo. talking about baseball
0: today. It was just uh yeah. Love Trey Parker. Love Trey Parker. Uh, I don't know if I love him now, but I loved him then at least.
1: Definitely then.
0: Yeah. Um, October 20th, we have John Krasinski, who recently was doing some good news, which was awesome on YouTube, but um, he's he's Jim from The Office. And That's he's right. also Jack Ryan in the Amazon Jack Ryan series. I just started that series and it's pretty darn good. I'm, I'm looking forward to I just haven't got a chance to watch it. He's also. My number one pick for Mr. Fantastic of the Fantastic I, Four.
1: Yes, everyone has been talking about that. And I'm not going to lie, I, kind of, I wouldn't mind seeing him as uh, Give me that. Mr. Fantastic. little,
0: little gray on yeah. the sides. Yeah. You, got, you got a little sexy Mr. Fantastic right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, get, get his wife to play Sue Storm, Emily Blunt. Ooh. They're like power couple. I love them together. They really are. Yeah, seriously. Uh, Emily Blunt in Edge of Tomorrow.
1: What was it that movie they're in, like The Quiet Place? Oh, The Quiet Place. Yes. Oh yeah, amazing. Movie. I can't.
0: I'm so sad that sequel got delayed. I can't wait to yes. see Quiet Place too. Um, Viggo Mortensen up next. Who, uh, of course, everyone knows from Lord of the Rings
1: and History of Violence. No, I'm just kidding.
0: Yeah, not everyone I guess has seen well, that, but it's a good movie. It's also based on a comic book. Ah, yeah. Um, Danny Boyle, one of my favorite at least when I was younger, favorite directors. Did one of my all-time favorites, uh, Sunshine. Yep. Train Spotting. Yep. Train Spotting too. Yep. Uh, Slumdog Millionaire. Mm-hmm. Um, 28 Days s- Later. Oh, gosh, 28 Days Later. What was the, the one? Uh, God, I can't think the of beach. A Life Less Ordinary. Oh, I don't With know Cameron, if I saw that. Cameron Diaz and Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor gets oh. fired from his job. Because robots take over the job. And so he <laughs> kidnaps the daughter of the of the boss. That's awesome. Very good movie. And then there's uh, angels at play um, trying to make them fall in love. And if they don't, someone's going to die. A really good movie. Really good movie. Life Less Ordinary. Go see that.
1: I think the first movie I saw of his was The Beach. Oh,
0: The Beach was so good. That's another good one. Leo, oh, Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio, man. That was when I really, other than Romeo and Juliet, that was when I took him, like, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah great great soundtrack too mm-hmm. um snoop dog i had to throw in snoop dog
1: oh man we have to i mean dude that was the first album i ever owned you, uh, i got it for christmas gift was a snoop album you gotta love uh, that,
0: that that iconic cover that looks yes. like snoopy's house.
1: snoopy's house yes exactly yes. that was my first album and then i also got like a michael jackson's greatest hits i think um uh, for christmas that year that was awesome awesome. amongst other things but that was one of my oh and then the cd player that was the first cd player i ever owned
0: and that album though rolling down the streets, smoking Smoking and
1: sipping on gin and juice
0: laid back Back Where my my money and
1: my money on my mind so good
0: okay um and then dan Mm.
1: fogler who yes oh, i love this guy
0: take me home tonight
1: yes that's probably my favorite movie that he's in it's he's so funny and balls of fury was pretty funny too yeah balls of fury is good oh, for and, walking and he shows up in reboot jane sound about reboot he's right. just like one of the ticket takers or a security uh-huh. people
0: and then um he was in the goldbergs he plays the one of the brothers oh yeah it's, it's great okay he's great i like him yeah um and then we have october 21st Rest in, peace. Rest in peace, our princess forever, Carrie, Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher. So, and then seeing her in Scream last, you know, week was so yes. good. And <laughs> yes, uh, you know, the Star Wars films—they kept her throughout all of them in the the new trilogy. And then, uh, even though they did her a little dirty,
1: but I still yeah. loved
0: seeing her there. And
1: they do a little dirty in Scream as well. They stick her in the in the basement, and she's not who she is. <laughs> hey. <laughs> they they
0: do her a little dirty in uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. <laughs> <laughs> that was consensual. Hey, she goes by the book. Bull- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can <laughs> um, you do it, uh, Ken Watanabe, uh, who is uh, from from all the nerd standpoints, he is the fake Ray Shal Ghoul. Yeah, which made me sad because why wouldn't Rachel Ghul is supposed to be Asian? Why wouldn't you actually have that happen? And then you got Liam Neeson playing it, but whatever. I I like exactly
1: whitewashing Uh, is is real. Yeah, but uh, also
0: Ken (laughs) Watanabe in um, in the the Last Samurai with uh, Tom Cruise, such a good movie.
1: Right, and he was a great. uh, I forgot what exactly he was in uh, Inception. But he He, was kind of like the person they—they were trying to—they were trying to get into his dreams. Yeah, yeah, they were after him,
0: right? Yeah, he was good in that
1: movie. Yeah.
0: Oh man, I want to go back and watch that now. Um, October twenty second, Jeff Goldblum, my man, Jeff Goldblum. Man, I have a limited edition pop. I love you, my man, Jeff Goldblum. Y'all, I just made a Jeff Goldblum T-shirt, and I'm going to be selling it online. I'm going to be selling my Jeff Goldblum shirt. How look much? out for it. I, I, I'm not going to say yet because I'm not sure on the prices. Oh, keeping a lookout, guys! This is I'm a cool. Selling shirt. my Jeff. It's a Jeff Goldblum. He's he's uh, on the shirt, and he's really he just looks cool. And uh, I've seen says, the
1: first one. It's really cool. All that glitter
0: is Goldblum. <laughs> Man, I'm I'm loving it. I'll show the shirt later. It'll be up on the site. I promise. I'm going to be selling it soon. Maybe I'll put a little uh, put a little special thing on the back. That's pop culture elevator.
1: Oh, that'd be sweet. Yeah, maybe it'll, it'll like come with a little membership uh, card.
0: Maybe it will. Maybe maybe that'll be the tag.
1: That oh Ooh, oh I like it. oh snaps! Oh snaps! Right. I'm getting excited. I'm gonna be like, sorry guys, y'all can't have this. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum,
0: Jurassic Park, The Fly, um, oh. Jeff Goldblum, his TV show on on uh, on Disney Plus, uh, Jeff Goldblum just recreated. The, the, the pose the pose from Jurassic Park where he's shirtless and
1: that's the pop that I have is the I think your pose, pose so I was super excited the about sexy
0: that. pose ooh I love yes. I t- I oh. brought the I brought my prototype shirt home and funny uh-huh. goes you are obsessed with Jeff Goldblum
1: and I was like oh, yes yes. <laughs> yes I am yes and how all right Spike uh, Jones oh the Grandmaster and oh. Thor the
0: Grandmaster and Thor
1: oh yeah yeah and uh, obviously Independence Day did you say that already no I didn't okay cool great.
0: All right, we're going to move on because we're trying to go through this faster. Yep. Spike Jones, director of Her, Love fantastic it. movie. also being John, be, being John Malkovich. Being John Malkovich. Wait, did he do Being John Malkovich? Yeah, director. He's the director of Being John Malkovich? Yes, sir. You're right, he is. Oh my gosh, I forgot that he directed that. It was his first film. Um, he, he was producer on the Jackass films. He did Where the Wild Things Are. He did Adaptation, which was a fantastic movie. And um, that was yeah. Good. The last one he did was her. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, After Spike Jones, we have Bob Odenkirk. Mark, I know you love Bob Odenkirk.
1: I sure do. Dude, Saul Goodman. Oh, dude, best character. I love Breaking Bad and thusly uh, Better Call Saul. I could seriously do with, like, four more seasons of that show. Please, Bob Odenkirk.
0: Six was the last season, wasn't it?
1: Was it six? Yeah. Is that how many seasons there are? Yeah, I think so. Maybe seven. I I'd have to look it up. No. Well, you're talking about Breaking Bad. I'm talking about Better Call Saul. No, Better Call
0: Saul. Better Call Saul season six. Oh, my gosh.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yay. Maybe oh, just or season six it. is coming out. Okay, great. So yeah. That's going oh, yay. Thank you. But no, it was granted right here. It's you the last season. You all witnessed it.
0: <laughs> six is the last season. My okay goonies here you see guys dreams really do come true. your wishes <laughs> october 23 uh 23rd ryan reynolds we love ryan reynolds deadpool very yes
1: green lantern Green like
0: <laughs> hey rumor Just has kidding. it rumor has it that he uh was called on set to do reshoots for um for justice league the snyder Cup.
1: So- I have to say, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to say it's an amazing movie or anything like that. But I had fun with it. It was a guilty pleasure. When it came out, it was decent. It had decent graphics. I mean, he had a little bit of a floaty head. But, I mean, I, I liked it. I mean, they could have done bet- a better job with the CG on the villain is really sure. what it was. It's so. not a
0: bad movie. I mean, I it's don't hate that. it. It's not my favorite movie. And it's definitely not up to snuff for what Green Lantern should be. But I enjoyed it's, it. Uh... I enjoyed it enough.
1: What 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 would you rather be nixed out of the this the MCU? Would you rather it be the original Hulk that came out of the MCU, not Lou Ferrigno like the Edward Norton, or this Green Lantern movie?
0: Why Green Lantern's DC?
1: Oh my God! Okay, you <laughs> caught me. Oh, thank you. You caught me. Oh my gosh. Oh, you know what? It's because Deadpool. so sure. oh, excuse me. Sure, Sorry. sure.
0: Yeah, no, no uh but i would always take out the 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 hulk movie from ang lee always <laughs> always <laughs> leaves that movie was i freaking hate that movie it's so boring how do they That's make a Hulk, movie boring? Make
1: I hulk movie boring how do oh,
0: know i'm sorry I, I did love the editing the editing was really cool yeah. making it like a comic book but you know who did it better scott pilgrim yeah anyway yep. Uh, we're gonna move on but ryan reynolds we love you you know that we love you. I cannot wait for more Ryan Reynolds and yes. the fact that Marvel has supposedly greenlit a rated R Deadpool three. So, hopes. Yeah. All right. Um, Sam Raimi. Uh, I Sam Raimi is a legend.
1: Yeah, he is. He is.
0: Evil Dead. Evil yeah. Dead two. Army of Darkness. Drag Me to Hell. Spider Man. Spider Man one through three.
1: <laughs> one and two. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, yeah. The
0: um, last one's a mulligan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ang Lee, we just talked about him. Uh, yeah. The Hulk movie. Um, did he also do... I don't know, it doesn't matter. Ang Lee, yeah. happy birthday. <laughs> happy um, birthday. <laughs> Weird Al Yankovic. Weird Al, I love Weird Al.
1: Oh, right. man. So I can literally sing, like... At least five of his songs off the top of my head right it's now. It's just so good. Hilarious.
0: First Thank concert so I ever much. went to. Me and Jonathan and my parents. So Ritual jealous Yaki, that
1: I didn't know you then. It was
0: a, was a good show. Um, October 24th, we have Kevin Klein, who uh, my first thought always is that movie in and out where they couldn't tell if he was gay or not.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: but I also, Wild Wild West.
1: It, yeah. That's, that's where my head goes, too. Um, uh, he, yeah. The um, main inventor. He's hilarious. Uh, he has no idea what he's doing with uh, females, even though he very much wants their attention.
0: He might be the best part of that movie.
1: Yeah, I, I completely agree.
0: Yeah, um, Drake up next. I, you no, know, I like Drake enough. Yeah, I like older Drake than I like newer Drake. Obviously, uh, that, that album that has started from the bottom.
1: Huh. That's
0: my favorite album of his, and I listened to that forever. I just... Yeah, love it.
1: Time is a cruel
0: bee. (laughs) You can't always always ride that high. Yeah. Um, And last, but certainly not least, B.D. Wong. Yes. B.D. Wong, who you will all know from Jurassic Park. Dr. Henry Wu. Yep, and Jurassic Park... uh, Jurassic World, Uh where he came back and played Henry Wu. And then, of course... If you're a fan of Gotham like Mark and I are, you yes. do like the Gotham series, he did a fantastic Doctor Strange. Uh, Hugo Strange. He,
1: he right. yeah. <laughs> Dr. Hugo yeah.
0: Doctor Hugo Strange. Huge difference.
1: Yeah, not Steven.
0: Yeah. Um, BD Wong coming back for Jurassic World Dominion. Pretty excited for
1: that. Oh my gosh, that's right. He was in Oz. Way back in the day, uh, you know, the HBO the, the prison, prison series. series? Yes.
0: Yeah. Oh. Wasn't JK Simmons as well? Uh huh. Yeah, that's crazy. Crazy to think of Beanie Wong in that movie. Oh, I know. Or uh, in that show. Um, happy birthday to our celebrities. Happy birthday. Let's get on to some news. We don't have a lot of news for you this week. Um, but this one's really fun because Mark and I love the original Coming to America. I will yes. always remember. The royal penis is clean.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and someone to kiss, someone to miss, find it away, to be
0: loved. Coming to America, (laughs) that's what they're calling it, with the two, number two, number two instead of two, um, has been sold to Amazon for $125 million. Worth every penny. And they're going to, December 18th, it's going to be on Prime. I'm pretty excited to
1: watch it. Can't come fast enough. Uh And it's right after my birthday. Yeah. Oh there that's, we go. Awesome.
0: that's I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to see some Eddie Murphy. Um I haven't seen a lot of this stuff in a while. I still want to watch that Netflix movie he did uh recently. I haven't yet. I do miss some Eddie Murphy though. Sony is saying that Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield will not be in Spider Man 3.
1: I uh, know. Just because we're not bringing back Andrew Garfield, we got to take out Toby too. Not cool.
0: I um, I'm a little, I'm 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 a little sad because that news was so fantastic last week.
1: Yeah, uh, we all thought he was coming back, right? Or they? It was a rumor, back. a big rumor, but now making it. Now
0: I'll give yeah. them this. They have said things like this before and then actually done it. Yeah. Yeah. So let's cross our fingers that this is one of those things where they're like double, double sword. We're gonna. Fake ya. Fake ya. We got ya. They're in the movie. Little Hollywood juke. But speaking of Spider-Man 3, Jimmy Kimmel just tweeted out that he is playing Kraven the Hunter in Spider-Man 3. That'll be cool. Great, because I think Jimmy Kimmel would look actually pretty good. I want this to be real, but it's also Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> I don't know if he's joking
1: or not, but this... It, well, I mean, I would love to other, see him kind of try to be more serious.
0: All the other news sites are saying this is real, so please be real. I would love, I want, I want Craven the Hunter. Now that Peter Parker is out as Spider-Man and people know the Spider-Man and you've got this bad guy, Craven, who loves the hunt. Yes. Hunt the shit out of Peter Parker. Yes. It is family. They have to go into hiding. Happy Hogan has to, has to, I don't know, give his life to save, Aunt May, I, I don't know.
1: There is no hunting like that of a man, and to hunt a superhuman, <laughs> holy moly, that would oh be God. so
0: cool to see in a movie. I'm so excited. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm so hoping it's real. And then last, again, certainly not ne- least in the news, I love the Mad Max movie. The yeah. The one Fury Road. Uh-huh. Charlize Theron is fantastic as Furiosa. Mm-hmm. So much so that George Miller is making a Furiosa movie. Ooh. So we're getting a off where it's about young Furiosa and how she came up to be. Now Charlize Theron's not young anymore and, and they could de-age her, but George Miller has decided to uh, pick up Anya Taylor-Joy to be doubles. Hello, Anya Taylor-Joy <laughs> is a fantastic yeah. actress. Um, I haven't seen New Mutants yet, but I am excited for it. Uh-huh. But she was great in The Witch, in Split, in um, Thoroughbreds, it, pretty much every movie that Anya Taylor Joy is in, I really enjoy <laughs> her as a, as an actress. So I'm really excited to see this, as well as her co star will be Chris Hemsworth. So it should be a good time. You know, it should be a really good time. I, I it, you know, I'm big fan of these Mad Max movies. I love the first three, but Fury Road is just like genius, and its execution you don't need any you don't even need to have dialogue in that movie
1: yep and another uh actor who we didn't want to be funny but he was and we love him for it chris Endsworth. <laughs> oh my god! <gosh. laughs> thor his, ragnarok his character yeah in vacation the remake or the oh of Vacation.
0: Yeah. oh i never saw that oh he's so good he's so good he's so funny and then of course he was the best part of the ghostbusters female uh version
1: oh he, yeah was his, like, he was so funny I, Again, I never watched that. I really should, but uh, just to have the <laughs> Ghostbusters saying. But... He's
0: worth watching in that movie. He is yeah.
1: so funny, so dumb. And but his so... little cameo in Reboot. Oh, yeah. Again, you yeah, so gotta always good.
0: drop the, the reboot.
1: <laughs> Do not take
0: pictures with my hologram. Yeah, no. <laughs> never mind. I won't All say right. it, but All that's right. so funny. Yeah. Oh, gosh. All right, well, <laughs> now that we have that news, let's hear something from our sponsors. Hey, Mark. Our sponsors are Bob
1: Bro's Burn Cream. Oh, Bob Bro's? I've heard their burn cream is the best. Oh, yeah. That's how Robert England looks well now. Bazinga! Dang, that's awesome. Well, if you need this product, they're going to hook you up. Just tell them we sent you, and you'll get 25% off with the promo code PCE. Hey, thanks, Bob Bro's Burn Cream. Yay! All right, everyone, it's time for the unedited portion of our show, The Elevator Pitch, where Danny today will be pretending as though he has entered an elevator with a Hollywood producer and he has 30 seconds or less to produce an, a random generated, uh, with three words, movie idea to this producer. Are you ready, Danny? I
0: am. You're getting a big tongue tied there, aren't you? I was, yeah. I'm like, bah, 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 bah. yeah, no, it's just one of those days. beep, beep. beep, beep. <laughs> That's one of those books.
1: days. <laughs> yeah, one of those days. Yeah, I've been going a mile a minute today, but I'm just like, oh, God.
0: Please we are. We're, we're hitting it. But I think this is a good episode, oh, though. We sure oh, are.
1: Good. We sure are. I still got things to do after this. Yeah. <laughs> but all right, your words are, are you ready? I'm ready. Journalist, mm-hmm. quilt, mm-hmm. and bush.
0: <laughs> you said bush.
1: <laughs> We've well, got bush gosh is that uh, revenge of the nerds yes booger
0: you're a journalist that movie Uh could never happen these days journalist uh bush and what was the other one quilt quilt okay
1: journalist 30 seconds on the clock quilt
0: all right well we're going a little bit obvious here but we got a journalist right and he's the he's the hero of our story and he has heard the rumor of this quilt this quilt that's been passed through generations. Um, it's its its this legend of his town. And he has decided that he's going to try to find where the quilt has ended up. We know that at some point it was, uh, you know, down the street, basically. But from there on, it's been lost. And this, you know, nothing magical about the quilt. It's just a nice little movie about a guy trying to find a quilt, right? Okay. Um, well, it turns out that... Um, Gavin Rosdale has it. <laughs> of, um, Bush. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, you're good. So he's gotta go find Gavin Rosdale who's out in hiding now with this quilt because he doesn't wanna give it back. <laughs> so that's the movie.
1: <laughs> oh snap. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That movie just played out in my head and I, w- I want to see it. It doesn't sound like the movie of the year or best movie of all time, but it would make me laugh. My No, no it's like stealing Harvard. It's like comedic yeah it's hilarious I would watch I would probably watch that all the time
0: got this, awesome
1: this guy and
0: he's a journalist and he just finds out it's <laughs> Gavin Rosdale, man dude
1: I thought you were You're gonna, gonna be like, like oh the the quilt is made out of the burning bush that God appeared to Moses or <laughs> whatever I was just like what so you totally went a cult completely oh. different way or something like that I'm just I oh man that was so funny <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, and that's that's kind of how we have to keep ourselves entertained nowadays, right? We gotta come up with the wackiest, craziest yeah. stories now. Passengers, thank you for uh for for coming along on this this journey of twenty-six episodes with us. And uh we're gonna hit twenty-seven next week, and that'll be our our uh, Halloween episode where we're watching both Halloweens. uh, (laughs) I say both Halloweens because remember that Halloween 2018 negates everything back until the first Halloween.
1: So crazy. Um,
0: And then we're getting Halloween Kills, uh, which will be right after that, which they showed the trailer for. And then I forgot, I think it's Halloween Ends or something like that is going to be the last one. And that's supposed to be the the four movies of Halloween. All Uh... with Jamie Lee Curtis's character. In the movies, but um, we're excited to do that one. I'm excited to do that one. Um, oh yeah, I, Halloween's you
1: know, my favorite month. We can talk about anything horror movie related, especially these iconic. We movies we like might even reviewing.
0: do some horror yeah. and after Halloween, but it won't be. It won't have to be slasher films. It'll
1: yeah, be, exactly. I'm i maybe Event Horizon. Maybe we'll maybe Ven- that well, maybe.
0: we still need to at least do Event Horizon. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll pick a big one for our season finale. We'll say the week after. Halloween will be our season finale of season one and we'll make it a big one. Maybe it'll be Event Horizon, because Mark and yeah. I love that movie. It's a very good horror film. Yes. Um very good sci fi film to to boot. Actually, it should have been in the news, I guess, but uh Paul yeah. Douglas uh you know, the the director, he said um he is not gonna do a sequel. He doesn't wanna ruin the first one with a sequel.
1: No, good on him. With, I could have done without that news. Well good
0: on him though, like <laughs> seriously. Kidding,
1: Good yeah, not milking the teeth, as I always say. Because
0: he just pushed it with uh, Resident Evil, and he's doing oh, his, yeah. doing this Monster Hunter movie coming out that actually looks halfway Yeah, decent. you mean we
1: get all these Resident Evils and we can't get the like footage from the vault for uh Horizon? <laughs> <Ben Harrison. laughs> yeah, we can't wow. get the director's cut. No,
0: we're excited. Guys, uh, be looking out for that last episode of season one. Season two, we're going to change a few things up. Nothing totally crazy. Um, but we're change enough that it feels like a newer season and we're going to get some more guests on the show for you. Um, also be looking out in the next few weeks Mark and I will be doing a guest spot on the uh Night Nerd. We have not solidified the the week we'll be on but we will be on that with Lance who did Mallrats with us. Um, and I you know both of us have been keeping up with Lance uh on Facebook and whatnot and and talking with him and stuff and it's been it's been fun. Uh, that's except, right except when he says stuff like the oceans 11 trilogy is better than back to the future
1: <laughs> i almost punched my phone when i saw that i was like what oh my god how
0: dare um, you how dare yes. you um and then and, of course uh, like saying that october 22nd um back to the future releases their 4k yes. Blu rays, which i'm very excited for
1: oh yes super excited and, uh, oh, that's the
0: 4ks yeah 4k i said that already
1: That's right. And season 3 we'll also introduce our first uh, ever, uh, no, not our first ever, but our first sponsor of that season. Season two, yes. Yes, excuse me, season two.
0: Not our our first sponsor, but our first sponsor of that season, and they they will be doing it. To
1: sponsor more than a single episode. Yes. They'll be sponsoring uh, about half a season up front, and we have to say thank you to our sponsors, Precise Public Adjusting of North Texas and the greater Texas area. So uh, the great state of Texas, rather and uh, yeah this is a very exciting time we're really uh, appreciative of everyone's interest
0: very excited and uh season 2 you might actually see some uh episodes filmed like we have doing the preview videos we'll put up some of the, the our favorite ones uh on video like like we've been doing so it's exciting times guys keep keep listening because it's only going to get better and we're only going to do bigger and more fun things as we go. Look out for more contests. Look out for more uh, some really cool swag. Look out for some merchandise. We're gonna have and all giveaways. That giveaways. We're gonna have that coming out to you soon. Uh, just like we did the sticker pack, where Joey won. Um, we're still waiting. You might have heard by now, but right now, as we film this episode, we're still waiting to see who uh, who wins the Film Fit uh, store. Giveaway. We're really excited for that. Yes, the screen t shirt. Yes. So we'll, we'll, you'll see on the internet. Go to our site and you'll see who won.
1: That's right. If you want to find out, you've got to go to our Facebook and, uh, at Pop Culture Elevated. Like us, share us, give us to the masses. All right, fellow passengers. That concludes our episode for today and this week. We hope to see you back next week. And as always, I'm Danny. And I'm Mark. And in
0: case we don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.